driving down the street, I look over to my left and I see a lady walking. This lady has no shoes, no socks, no pants, no panties. She has on a blouse that stops at the top of her back and she's walking like it's a normal day. She must have been a drug addict. Otherwise, why would she be out on the street? The assumption. I want to welcome you, and I also want to get right down to the real nitty-gritty, and that's homelessness in Los Angeles. We have two candidates running for mayor, and both candidates are campaigning on the promise to end homelessness in our city. This started me to thinking about homelessness. What is it? What does it mean? Depending on who you are, depending on where you come from, depending on what you lost, is that a relative state and homelessness means different things to different people? If you're living in a tent under a bridge, are you homeless? If you're living in your car, are you homeless? If you're living with your friend or family, are you homeless? In a few short episodes, I want to share a story of a gainfully employed successful person that due to no fault of their own found themselves in a state of homelessness. How did that happen? Walk with me and let's take a look. In every corporate office, there's a rumor mill. And the rumor mill in our office is talking about the upcoming layoff. My only hope is that they're talking about anybody except me. I cannot afford to be laid off. I barely barely have one month of rent saved. If I'm laid off, I'm going to end up on the street. I can pay my rent for one month and eat very little food, but that's about it. The rest of my money has to go for paying my car note, because guess what? That's going to be my new house. It's Friday afternoon. My boss called me into the office. I slowly walk into that office and just stand there. He offers me a chair and I take it. I nearly fall into the chair because I'm so nervous and afraid. My boss begins by telling me, you are such a good worker and we really appreciate everything you do. Right then, I already know he's setting me up. He's taking me up so he can drop me down. And guess what he says next? He doesn't say anything. He just hands me the envelope. I take the envelope, walk out of the office. I don't even look at it because I already know what it says. I just go to my desk and take my little belongings and I walk out that door. Here is where my new life begins. Three months later, I'm on the street. It's the end of October and midterm elections are coming. I'm hoping and praying for a miracle because both of these candidates, Karen Bass and Rick Caruso, they're running for mayor of Los Angeles and both of them promise they're going to end homelessness. My hope and my prayer is that they do something so that I don't end up on the street without this car and nowhere to go. I hope they keep their promises and actually do something to help me. Of the 10 states with the highest homeless population, California is number one. 
In the city of Los Angeles, there are over 69,000 homeless people. In a September 4th, 2022 Los Angeles Times article titled, Can Bass or Caruso Solve the L.A. Homeless Housing Crisis? Here are their divergent plans. Writers Doug Smith and Benjamin Orisk give us a side-by-side view of the plans both of the candidates are touting in their election campaigns. Rick Caruso says he's going to end street homelessness. Karen Bass has a nine-point plan. Looking at both plans, the candidates are focused on the fact that, that the people are living on the street. But what they're not focusing on is the cause of that. In order for them to solve the homeless crisis, they have to take a more holistic view and find out what's actually going on in Los Angeles. Homelessness involves housing, income, and health. And actually, those are important policy issues, housing, income, and health. My question is, will either candidate do the work to actually address and solve the homeless issue in Los Angeles. The things that I hear them talk about as to why people are homeless are mental health issues and substance or drug abuse issues. That's not the only reason people are homeless. Because guess what? I thought I was mentally healthy. I definitely don't have a substance abuse problem. What I did have was a downsizing problem. I was downsized, barely making it, not making a living wage, lost my job. The cost of housing versus the cost of my car note, that was a no-brainer. I had to choose the car. So now I live in my car and I'm unemployed. I'm still looking for a job. And yes, I actually do have a place that I found I can go and take a shower so that I can go to job interviews. I found a place where I can go and use the computer and apply online. So far, no luck. Getting quality food is getting harder and harder every day. And some days I don't even know what it is I'm eating, but I have to eat. Everything costs so much. If I can find a free meal, I have to take it. I don't have a choice. I was a pescatarian. Now, if I need to, I'm eating cardboard. Some of the people I've run into while I'm I'm out here, they have pretty much the same issues. Lost their job, can't find another one. We have veterans out living on the street. We have, I want to say seniors, except that I'm a senior. We have seniors out here that are on fixed incomes. Again, the price of gas, the price of rent, the price of food, everything is so high. It's so hard for people to make it. And then I have a couple ladies that are out here because they had to leave their homes for domestic abuse. Unfortunately, one of them has children. She's out here with two children and nowhere to stay. I want to know how Rick Caruso and Karen Bass plan to address that. The other part is I've run across people that actually like living on the street. They don't want to live in a house. They don't want to try to struggle and pay the high rent. They're doing fine where they are. And so in order to end homelessness, our people running for mayor, they have to address that. They have to address poverty, our veterans with fixed incomes, our elderly with fixed incomes, 
the cost of housing. They have to make housing affordable. Unemployment, we have to employ people, but they have to make a living wage enough to survive. And the cost of everything is up so high, it's crazy. It's hard to make that wage that's living a living wage that allows you to have housing and eat and transportation. As I said, I have my ladies out here, the victims of domestic abuse. And then we actually do have people on the street with mental health issues. God bless them. And we also have people out here that have abused prescription drugs and illegal drugs. God bless them. Because we all need help and we all fall down sometimes. I remember back when our President Trump was trying to address homelessness and he wanted to criminalize homelessness. Now, that's a thought. What does that mean? That means that the police would do sweeps. They would ban people from sleeping outside. That would get people off the street, but it would move them into jails. Now, our jails would be overcrowded. Our police would be overworked. Our prisons would be overworked. And guess who pays for that? The state and local budgets would have to pay for that. The court system would be overrun. That would not work. We could try the George W. Bush plan, which was called Housing First. And one of the things that it did was there were a lot of stipulations to people being homeless people being given assistance. Two of those things were sobriety. They had to be sober and not on drugs and they had to work. And that was one of the things that prevented people from being housed. And they tried to address people that were chronically homeless, meaning They had mental illness or substance disorders. They went into a program, they came back out, they did okay, and then they end up homeless again, and it was just a cycle. The Obama administration continued the approach of housing first by getting supportive housing, rapid rehousing, and trying to prevent people experiencing chronic homelessness and trying to prevent people from experiencing chronic homelessness. They also tried to help our veterans, again, who are on fixed incomes, and oh my God, they definitely need the help. During the Obama administration, homelessness declined 26%. Look, people, I'm hanging on by a thread, and I'm, I'm, I'm doing the best I can. I'm talking about this. I'm trying to talk my way through it. I am trying to make sure I stay a productive member of society, that I understand the importance of paying that car note so I can keep that house. It's horrible living in your car. It's actually scary. And I'm constantly, constantly, constantly getting run or woke up in the middle of the night and run off the street. No overnight parking, no overnight parking. You can't park in this parking lot. You can't park anywhere. I'm at my wit's end. I'm gonna have to whisper this because I don't want anybody to hear it. But I'm scared. I'm at my wit's end. I see women walking around in the street, half clothed, don't know where they are, don't know what they're doing. I don't want to be one of them. Karen Bass, Rick Caruso, I'm counting on you. Either one of you, I'm counting on you, and I need your help. Music, bye.